Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, welcome back. This is Bob Lambert uh, with my wonderful co-host, Jennifer Villarreal, is in st- studio with me. And we have another special guest joining us today. We're just going to let you hang in a little bit on her. But Jennifer, you got some announcements for us? Yeah, well, you know what? We want to give a big shout out to eBiz Universe. They're an award-winning digital marketing firm here in Chicago that helps clients nationwide. They help them get business through excellence in lead generation, SEO, social media marketing, and of course, website design and development. Their clients love them. Check them out on their website, ebizuniverse.com. Again, that's ebizuniverse.com. Well, uh, this our guest today, I met at a, uh, actually it's called Engaging Speakers event. And uh, when I heard her give her little uh, quick 30-second up there that this is a woman I need to know and get on our program because she is so talented, but also she really struck a vein with me as to how she's with her clients are Christian women. That's what her clients are about. I guess she would serve some men, though, but, you know, clients are are, uh, also, right? So um, anyway, I want to introduce you folks out there to Tina Heisman. She has a company by the name of Proverbs 31 by Design. So that kind of tells you where she's coming from here. <laughs> and Tina's in the house, uh, and she is, also does a lot of public speaking and her coaching practice. But we're going to let you tell her about We want to get to know Tina first. So why don't you give us a little bit about your backstory? Sure, Bob. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Well, I'm just going to get right to it. Yeah. So the way I got here was a, a long road. My parents got divorced when I was 10 years old. And that was something to me at the time that was very difficult and very scary. And it kind of gave me a resolve that I would not do that when I got married because of how it is so hard on the children. And of course, it was coming completely from a child's perspective, but I was really resolved for that. And so then it came as a huge surprise to me when after 14 years of marriage, my husband told me that he was not in love with me, that he didn't know if he wanted to be married anymore, and he was just really questioning our relationship going forward. And that was causing me then to face that very thing that I said I would never do, that I never wanted for my children. And our children were around five and two at the time, so they were little. And so we really worked through it. You know, my husband needed some time to pray and and think about what he really wanted to do. And by the grace of God, we worked through it. We had a Christian marriage counselor and two Christian life coaches, and we put our marriage back together to one that was happy for both of us and thriving for both of us. Wow. And so that caused me to make a career change. And (laughs) that's when I became a life coach. I was in public relations before, but I was so transformed by the experience that I knew I needed to teach other women what I had learned about motherhood and marriage and faith. Wow. Now, did you have a Christian upbringing? Not very much. I was baptized Catholic, but not really raised in the church. Okay. I remember a couple of times going to church at a Lutheran church with Mm -hmm. my mom, and I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I believed in God. But we really weren't raised with a really strong Christian background. Mm-hmm. So when did that come to light for you? Because obviously you had to put a lot on faith, you know, in this marriage situation, right? So right. how did that happen? 
So interestingly, my stepmother, when my father remarried, my stepmother was also Catholic. And mm. when I was in high school, she put me through a program in the Catholic Church where you would get your first communion and become confirmed, right. which made it possible for me to marry my husband more easily once we mm. met because he was Catholic. Okay. But what happened was when we went through this difficult time in our marriage, mm-hmm. I learned for the first time how when they say put God first and then family second— what that really meant. Because before mm. that, I knew it intellectually, but it wasn't in my heart. It just, okay. it was hard for me to understand how do I put God before these children that are in right. front of me and these humans that I can see with my eyes. Right. And so that's when I learned it. And I, I realized I can't control the situation. I can't make my husband love me. I can't, I can't change anything. All I can do is give this to God. And so there you go. I imagined it like in the palm of my hands, and I just lifted it up to heaven and said, here, God, take this. Wow. It's too big for me. Well, Tina, it sounds a lot like you believe when we allow God to use our, our past for his purpose, this gives meaning to our pain. Can you expand more on that? For sure. I, so what I have done is allowed God to use this story that we, where we reconciled our marriage to inspire me to inspire others. And so I think that we can either choose to become bitter in life when, and let something hard break us, or we can become better and we can learn how to shine and serve God with it. He can always make a masterpiece out of our messes, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. And would you say a lot of us are, are taught about relationship skills or not really taught? Well, that's the thing that really fires me up because think about like we go to school for how many years and it's math and science and reading and calculus and all of these fantastic things to know. But where do people really teach us about relationships? Like seriously, we have an example in our parents, Mm -hmm. but they weren't taught formally either. And so... And it's not always the best example because they weren't yeah. taught either. And right. some of these things are getting passed on from generation to generation. And yeah. it's not always the healthiest thing. It's mm-hmm. really true. It's really true. And I think that there's a lot that we can learn. And it's not rocket science. When you when you start to learn it, mm-hmm. it's actually easy. And believe it or not, it makes your relationships better. And not just your marriage, all of your relationships. Yep, absolutely. Um Obviously, uh, along this path, you've faced a number of challenges. So we always like to hear a little bit about the challenges. Obviously, that was a big one for you, you know, a, a marriage that was failing and hit you really where you live because you went through that as a kid. But what are the other challenges? Obviously, in business, you know, this is a business show. Have you faced any kind of challenges there with growing your business or transforming your business from what it was to, you know, PR into doing your own coaching work? Yeah, I think that has been a very interesting transformation because, When I was in public relations, then you're working for a company Mm -hmm. that you can believe in and get yourself behind. And it seems very easy to promote a product like that. But I have really struggled with the belief of myself Mm -hmm. and just knowing that, trusting that God has equipped me with what he has asked me to do. Mm -hmm. And that's hard sometimes. We have to step out in faith with that because we can't necessarily see the whole picture of where we're going. And I, I would be really honest about that. That is a struggle that I have is sometimes you think, what, who am I to be here? <laughs> well, uh, the, the other thing I want to pick at a little bit is <clears throat> this, this happened after the, when you were about to get divorced or did it, it change things for you that you wanted to step into this after you went through the 
Right. Your that's divorce. that's what changed me when I was faced with a marriage crisis. Okay. And it was after we reconciled everything and I kind of saw things come full circle of the benefit of teaching women about how to show up in motherhood and marriage so that they can be their best version of themselves. Okay. I just felt called like I felt a calling from God right. that I need to share this and yeah. that I have a I have a big role to play in the world with okay. helping women. Well, a lot of times, Tina, um, with entrepreneurs, they can also feel a bit overwhelmed and distracted with all the things that are going on. And so I just would like you to briefly share on maybe, has that been a challenge for you at all? Totally. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't you think with social media, it just makes it, you see everything that everyone else is doing and people tell you, you know, well-meaning people, well, you should write a book or you should have a group or you should do a retreat and and people are giving you all kinds of advice. You're seeing all kinds of wonderful things out there. But what, what is challenging is staying the course with your, what you know your mission is. Exactly. And what platforms best serve you just because somebody is doing some amazing things on Instagram. And if that overwhelms you, you're like Insta, what, Mm -hmm. what is this? Then don't feel compelled to do all that. that looks, you're looking at me when you said Instagram. <laughs> Insta what? <laughs> yeah, Bob and social media. What is that? <laughs> Although you're pretty good on LinkedIn. I'm a social guy. Yeah, yeah. and you're guy. you're a social guy in person. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really good. Well, Tina, can you also share with us how you currently incorporate faith and work? What does that look like for you? Oh, my gosh. It is all of it. It is It is all of it. Yeah. I, I do start every single day in prayer, and that makes for my day. I come at it with an attitude that I am here to be God's instrument. And mm-hmm. so I believe that his work is flowing through me. I give him the really the power and the glory right. Right. that I'm just his instrument. I have said yes. And so I try to keep top of mind and keep checking in with him throughout the day. I, in the morning, set my agenda with what I think I need to do, but with the knowledge that God might send me somewhere else or might be something else more important. I pray before every coaching session with my mm-hmm. clients to yep. make sure that my mind's in the right place. And then we pray together once we get on the phone so that we're both reminded of mm-hmm. who's really at work here and using scripture sometimes to support my clients if need be, but really just knowing that all of our work is for God. It has a purpose and we are all here to do work. And so looking for how does our work glorify God. Well, I would say that you're really putting it out there with the, by the name, Proverbs 31 by design. For those that might not know what Proverbs 31 is, what, what, what does it speak to? What does it say? So Proverbs 31 is a depiction of basically the perfect woman, but mm. she's the. it scares people sometimes because women think I have to be all of that. Mm-hmm. But the reason I name my business Proverbs 31 by design is because I believe we all are the Proverbs 31 woman, and it looks a little different in each of us. God mm-hmm. has designed us each differently, and we all have different gifts and strengths. And so it is it is each of us designing the Proverbs 31 women that we are. Yeah, that's beautiful. And we have some really amazing gifts. You've been so generous to give our listeners. So please make sure that you text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword Proverbs 31. And then you're going to be entered to win um, a 45 to 60 minute personalized Proverbs 31 planning session. And everybody is going to receive two free gifts, the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care, as well as three simple steps to speak your man's to your man's heart today. 
Hey, and you, you got to stay with us because we got a lot more here to come. And I have to tell you, this one particularly hit me hard because what she does for about the speak your mind of men's heart. But we're going to be right back with Tina Heisman. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with Tina Heisman of Proverbs 31 by Design. Obviously, she's picked a great name for her company. But uh, also, obviously, that's a favorite verse of yours. But do you have a personal favorite verse or a couple of them that got you through maybe some of the challenges you've had? Definitely. I have a favorite one, and you hear it from me often if you're around me. And it is Philippians 4.8. Okay. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I love it. That's great. How'd you get land on that one as being a favorite? I don't know how I landed on it, but what I love about it is it's positivity mm-hmm. and it's God telling us to focus on the positive. And I think that is a struggle for a lot of people because our minds tend to focus on the negative and get stuck in problem solving when a lot of that time is wasted. And the thing about that is what you think about is going to cause the feelings that you have. And then the feelings that you have, those cause the actions that you take and the results that you get. And so you need to ask yourself, do I want positive results in my life or negative results in my life? And if you want positive results, you've got to think positive things. Right. And I would so, guess that also just the kind of societally what we're in right now in this kind of divisive kind of thing uh, has a, a dynamic in your coaching because of the way people are thinking, right? It does. And, and even in marriage, like right. surely what I find most often is that women get stuck noticing everything their husband does wrong. <laughs> and when you get stuck noticing everything they do wrong – you miss the things they do right. And mm. so I teach my clients, if you are looking for evidence that your husband is amazing, you're going to find it. Right. That's lovely. I wonder. And, and Tina, do you dive into that during the the free gift that you're giving our listeners, Three Simple Steps to Speak to Your Man's Heart Today? Uh, is that in there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Easy, right? It's not rocket science, <laughs> but it can change everything. Yeah. And you really encourage them to get that connection back. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you um, have access to this. Simply text us here to 224-404-1988 with that keyword Proverbs 31. You'll also be entered uh, into a giveaway. She's giving away a couple of personalized coaching sessions, um, about 45 to 60 minutes. And so we'll talk more on that uh, in the next segment. But Tina, I really want to know more about how you, um, you know, came into your your strong faith. Sure. So I mentioned before this experience with in my marriage that I didn't really understand how you put God first and family second. But what happened was when I realized that I wasn't in control and that God was the only one who was and he was the only one that could help me. And I gave my problem to him. Then I started hearing him talking to me, and it wasn't necessarily with words, but I like to say he he reached me at the level that I was at, which was probably about p- kindergarten, because he used rainbows. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so he, he showed me one day rainbow in the sky. One of my children noticed it when I was zoned out, and then later in the day, there was one on TV that was seemed out of place or odd. So it kind of caught my attention by the second one, like maybe God's talking to me. And then at the end of that day, my children and I were in the car 
driving home from somewhere. And this was at, at a point where I was really feeling low. But there was a rainbow end to end over our home. Like literally, our house was right in the center. And I just felt like God was saying, I've got this. Wow. And what was what's that biblical meaning? Um, did that speak to you at all? So that's what I had to look up. I told you I was like kindergarten level, right? <laughs> so it taught me that rainbows are God's promise that everything will be okay after the storm. Wow. And I really felt like I was in a storm. Yeah, I'll bet you did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, and you then, know about those... Uh, those sim- little yeah. symbols or how yeah. God speaks yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. mine uh-huh. was dragonflies. Dragonflies, <laughs> you swarmed by them several times. Yeah, so. after a near-death experience yeah. when I fully opened up my heart to the Lord and then it happened again on my second year anniversary and then my fourth year anniversary wow. to the date. So, yeah, yeah. 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 pretty amazing. That's yeah, pretty amazing. So... Well, the experience really taught me to start living like that. You know, just mm-hmm. looking for those signs and noticing them and... I think that life is way more fun that way and more peaceful. And just knowing that we are not alone, that God, even if you can't see him in the moment, you don't feel like you see him working, that he really is. He's always there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Hey, um, obviously through all these trials and errors and the things that you've uh, learned in the very few short years that you've been with us on this earth, um, what kind of words of wisdom would you give to your younger self? <laughs> I would definitely steer her to God and tell her to put her faith and her trust in God and to be praying every single day Mm -hmm. and just take life one day at a time. Everything is going to be okay. Just one day at a time. And and it's interesting because you're really speaking into women's hearts and obviously their moms and so on and so forth. So in these words of wisdom, which uh, you've just parted with about telling somebody like your age, what would you say to mothers to do with their kids to be able to get this? Right. Just starting with that daily prayer. Okay. Praying with your children mm. we, on a daily basis and okay. letting them see your prayer life and your faith, like definitely sharing your stories of faith, which I have shared with my kids. They, they learn most by example. And so that's really important. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's good stuff. That's good. Well, Tina, who, who inspires you and, and why? Oh, I love this question because the first person that comes to my mind is my mother-in-law. She is the matriarch of our family. She values family more than anything else and does everything to keep us together, to keep us getting together. She lives in Florida with my husband's father, and so we don't get to see them as often as we would like. But she helped me learn to be the mother that I wanted to be. And she also helped give me peace about my career because I put it on hold in some ways to stay home with my children because that's what I wanted to do. And she showed me that I would never regret it. She promised me you'll never regret this time with your children. And then she even showed me with her actions by having a wonderful career once her children were grown. She had a great career, and she published a book even in her retirement. And so I think that that she just really inspires me to be that, to have the family together and to put your priorities first in God and your family, Mm -hmm. and then the career will come. Well, you really live this out, and I think uh, that's probably one of the best ways to be able to teach that to others and other women that are currently in or might find themselves in a similar situation as that. Yeah, you know, and I want to pick up a little bit on the inspiring thing, you know, is to, um, 
out of this whole thing, because obviously I'm coming from a male perspective here, and when I read, by the way, men out there, you don't have to be a woman to order this stuff, because believe me when I tell you, when you get this three simple things you can do to speak to your man's heart, that's something you're going to want to get your hands on and give it to your wife, okay, because then... She's going to have a little bit better understanding. <laughs> Tina and I in the green room were having it was so impactful on me about that because you really took some lessons out of this thing to understand how to kind of speak to a man. What what's really the kind of I don't want to get the love language, but it is. What is that? What's the, what's the thing most men want and that women need to understand? Men need respect mm. more than they need love. Mm. And that is hard because women need love. Mm-hmm. And so our inclination is to give men love when all they really want is respect. Not mm-hmm. to say they don't want any love. Right. But really, they need to know that we are their biggest cheerleader, that we think higher of them than anyone else on the planet. But what happens so often in marriage is that mm-hmm. we nitpick and point out all the little things they're doing wrong instead of cheering them on and pointing out everything they're doing right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's so that's rich. That's definitely something that I learned, <laughs> and I'm glad I learned that <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> Um, and also, I think sometimes when we see these destructive patterns going on with uh, family members or others in society, uh, we know there's got to be a different way because then I see somebody like my grandparents who have been married for 66 years. And mm. I'm like, OK, they've been doing something right. And I know my grandpa's not just sitting there tolerating <laughs> certain things or my grandma's not just sitting there tolerating 30 certain things. They're really communicating. So that's important. Well, Tina, what would you say are some of the main reasons why women um, love working with you and and want you to be their coach? I help women think about things differently. I help them look at something from a different perspective. I help them find peace and joy in the circumstances that they are. I teach them that sometimes, you know, we can't change our circumstances and we never can change other people, but we can change how we think about it. We can change how we approach it. And it's so helpful to have that outside third party who's objective to help you look at situation that you're struggling with. I know I need it. I still Mm -hmm. work with a coach and women, all of us really need that. And sometimes our friends just kind of tell us what we want to hear. You know, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily helpful. <laughs> well, they're well-intentioned, but they're not professionals like you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's why I tell people all the time, you know, when I co- coach and coach sales, I said they, they want the best for you maybe, uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes they're not prepared to give you the, no. the best. No, and they'll they project their fear and things yep. onto you yep. as well. So you need somebody that is more neutral, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, One that's really important. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Were there any practical tips or perspectives that you you help your clients? Because a lot of what I saw and heard with you and the stuff that I read was really practical stuff. And this is not highfalutin hyperbole it's, or deep psychological stuff. It's really pretty practical. It's very practical. And I, I'd love to say that it's not rocket science, yeah. that it's often just a small, subtle perspective shift mm. or a small shift in your vocabulary or how you say something. You know how they say it's not what you say, but how you say it. And really, the awareness is the first thing. Just taking a step back from your situation and being aware of what's actually going around. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to dive more into that when we come back. But how can people get in touch with you? Where can they find you online? My website is tinaheisman.com. It's T-I-N-A-H-A-I-S-M-A-N.com. Otherwise, Facebook at Tina Heisman. 
Tina Heisman. All right. And that's Proverbs 31 by design. Make sure you text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Again, that's 224-404-1988. That keyword is Proverbs 31. And you're going to get some great stuff here from Tina. And stay tuned. We got Tina coming back here for the next segment. And boy, I'll tell you, she's got some practical tips for everybody out there. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, welcome to this segment of Faith Marketplace Radio. I'm Bob Lambert, the host, and my co-host, my wonderful co-host, Jennifer Villarreal, has got, uh, wants to put a little bit more meat on the bone for these practical applications from Tina Heisman, our guest today. Yeah, so Tina, can you share with us a little bit more the, the from a practical perspective how you help your clients? Sure. I meet with my clients on the phone. And it's usually once a week, in the beginning anyway. And this can be for people from anywhere in the world, correct? Yeah, yeah. as long mm-hmm. as we can have a phone connection, we're good to go. Yes. It's easy. It's very easy. And we meet on the phone. It's usually about 45 to 60 minutes per session. And generally, my clients work with me for about 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Some will stick around longer and continue working. Others feel good to go at that, uh, at that amount of time. And so each client receives their cu- a customized program really for what it is that they need. No two women have ever come to me with the exact same needs <laughs> in the exact same order. And so I have some core teachings and core tools, and I dole those out as I see the client needs them as we go along. And so really, I'm teaching them information from the certifications that I have achieved from my hard-earned wisdom and my own <laughs> marriage and and then all the current you know books and experts that are out there right now people keep giving us more information about relationships you so. stay up to date on yeah. all of that and you help them get through that faster than maybe that they could on their own and sometimes when we try to do something on our own we just can't see some of those blind spots or other ways right Oh my gosh, that's so true. And really, that's the idea is having that third party to show you what you're not noticing because we just become so ingrained in our own lives. We don't notice things that could be so simple to change that would make a big difference. Well, Tina, it sounds like there's there's five main ways that you help your clients. Can you dive into those briefly with us? Sure, sure. What I want to teach women how to do is be the best version of themselves so that no matter what comes at them, they are at their best. And the very first most important thing that women need to do is self-care. And I know that has really turned into a buzzword, but it's something that women do not do. They put it on the back burner until they burst, Mm -hmm. until they blow. And I know I've been there. And that is something that needs to be handled on a daily basis, literally a daily basis. And it's not just going to get a manicure and a pedicure sometimes, Mm -hmm. which is so lovely. I'm all about the (laughs) mani-pedis, don't get me wrong. But for me, self-care is mind, body, heart, and soul. And I take that from scripture where God tells us we need to love him with all of our heart, mind, soul, Mm -hmm. and spirit. I Mm -hmm. think I just said Mm -hmm. the same word twice in a different way. Mind, body, heart, and soul. And so we need to take care of our spiritual relationship with God. We need to take care of our mind. And a lot of moms stop they kind of stop like learning and growing and doing things they love to do because mm. they're just in kid mode. Right. And we need to take care of our bodies, mm-hmm. maybe eat a few fewer goldfish, stealing goldfish from the kids. You know, that can add up, all of that. <laughs> Getting a little exercise, a little bit of sleep, 
Mm-hmm. Right. And that self-care is going to change through different seasons yeah. or through different ages that, you know, if we're hitting mm-hmm. our 40s, I know that happened to me when I hit my 40s. <laughs> so that's really good. So number one is take care um, of yourself. Yeah. And then what's number two? Two is helping women discover what their God-given gifts and strengths are. So many people are walking around not understanding the gifts that God gave them mm-hmm. and what makes them special yeah. and what makes them unique and how they can use them in their lives. And when you know what your strengths are, you can apply that to any problem and make the problem better. That one is so good. And what about number three? So number two, just to recap, is discover your um, your gifts and strengths that God has given you. And then what's number three? So that is increasing your connection to God. So that is for whatever that looks like for you. Some women need to go to regular church services to feel that connection. Some women need to be in the Bible every day for some that. Some women really experience a connection with God when they're being creative in mm-hmm. arts or ceramics or something like that. For other women, it's in nature. So you, we've got to figure out mm-hmm. what we need to do to maintain that close connection with God every day. Right. Now, Tina, because you know that your business name is Proverbs 31 by design, you know, do you mainly just work with like hardcore believers? They've been in the word for a long time or, you know, are, are there different maturity levels in their faith walk that you work with these women on? I love that question. And it is so relevant because I do a lot of public speaking to MOPS groups, mothers of preschoolers. Mm -hmm. And so you have the whole range there. You have women who are very mature believers. And then you have women who are just maybe dipping their toe in the water a little bit. And so I meet the women where they're at. Mm -hmm. And so that their level of comfort, I can tell through our conversations where they're at. And so just gently guiding them and leading them. Yeah. That's That's great. That is great. So what about number four? So number four is working on your marriage. You know, that's like so important to me. And it it is so important, especially if you have children. A lot of us put the kids before the spouse, and that is actually causing harm to the marriage. Our husbands and us as wives need to know that the marriage comes first before the children. So I teach them how to increase that intimacy. Well, that's kind of the way it works, isn't it? Marriage before the kids. Well, I guess in <laughs> some, some instances it does. And let's say somebody isn't married yet. Yeah. Um, do you, is that still a client for you or no? Yeah, that's fun. That is, <laughs> uh, that is reading a book that the five love languages for mm-hmm. singles actually is a fantastic book that I recommend because if you're not in a relationship, then you need, this is perfect for you even then because you need to figure out who do you want to be? What do you, who do you want to mm-hmm. be with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so important. How about divorced women? Do you work with them? I have worked with divorced women, actually, yes. I was wondering if that's uh, another thing, because obviously something failed along the way. Sure. Helping them maybe to bring that out and then what to look for in a in a Right. What it, now spouse? what are we yeah. looking for, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. And more importantly, I think at the foundation of this, at least this is what I got from you, Tina, is God. God is at the foundation God, yeah. of everything, whether they're looking for another relationship to be in another relationship or not, or, you know, letting God align all of that in their life, right? Yeah. And strengthening that relationship first and foremost. And then the fifth thing, what's the fifth thing? So that's really teaching women how to manage their mind and emotions. People are not always aware that what you think causes how you feel, that causes how you act, and that causes the results you get. And so in any situation, you can change the outcome to what you want it by just changing your thoughts. And it really applies. We talked about marriage a lot today, Mm -hmm. but it could even apply to raising your children, looking when your children are maybe 
being crabby or causing you discomfort, your thoughts about that situation are going to cause if you react in a negative way or act in a loving way. And so I teach them how to spot their thinking so that they can have better results. Yeah, these five points are so good. And if you miss those, you can always text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988, and we'll get you connected with Tina. You're also going to be entered to win a 45- to 60-minute personalized Proverbs 31 planning session with her. This is a coaching session. This is so valuable, you guys. And then also make sure um, you'll receive uh, two free gifts, the Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care, as well as three simple steps to speak to your man's heart today. Yeah, you know, one of the things that obviously you're a great encouragement to your clients because you're taking a positive, uh, you know, set of uh, things that you share with them to do to just shift their thinking a little bit. And it doesn't really take much when to get from that negative thinking. It was interesting uh, at the uh, Global Leadership Summit this year, they had a talk about that. And it was really interesting. They said uh, an overwhelming amount of our emotions are negative. You know, and, and it's tough. And you notice that in our human language. Our language, about three-quarters of it's negative words, you know, when you look at versus the positive words. So what you're doing, really, this whole positive reinforcement, I, I, do you see that when it happens when, with the people you coach? Do you see them making that turn? Yes, and it's challenging, but they <laughs> love it. You know, it's I can't tell you how many times women say, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize how negative I was thinking. Yeah. we don't. It's like default. That, yeah. That, that is crazy. Um, I know that we share we're an interest in a group, and we mentioned it briefly, but that's had a lot of impact on you also, uh, engaging speakers here in Chicago, right? It really has. I think my this was a, sort of a, something that helped me. Like As a solopreneur, I really have, I'm at home a lot. I work from home on my phone, and I really would say that it is so important to get out and meet other people mm-hmm. and form relationships with other people. And I came across this engaging speakers group on the recommendation of a friend, went to their conference last year, which is coming up again yep. in September this year. Be there. And I was really struck by when, were you at that conference, Bob? Not last year. I'm going to be this year. Okay. <laughs> so Gail, the founder, mm-hmm. said... We believe that God has given each one of you a message to share with the world, and we want to help you share that message. I thought, oh, okay, I'm in the right place. (laughs) It doesn't necessarily look like it was faith-based on paper, but it most certainly is. And I've met so many wonderful, authentic people. Yeah, I I, I, kudos to that. Yeah, we love Gail here, definitely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Tina, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about you or um, Proverbs 31 by Design, your coaching company? I guess I like to say that I really think it's important to focus on the positive, to stay positive. And if you would look at like my social media feeds and everything else, it is very positive, encouraging, focused and encouraging. And I think that if any of us feel frustrated with the state of things in this world, that I think that if we just radiate the light of Christ and just be positive, that we will be able to, I think, win in the end, right? And just... Yeah, positive. you know, folks, you can't see her, but she's beaming, I got to tell you. And also, a little something we discovered about her is kind of interesting, amazing, cool, and that kind of stuff. What, tell the audience what that was. <laughs> it's a little bit of, it seems maybe a little trivial, but it does have a profound impact. So I was Miss Lindenhurst in 1990. So Lindenhurst is a tiny little town right. uh, I'm here in the right. Chicago suburbs. And my friends encouraged me to, to do with this pageant. I did it. And I was very insecure because I have some birthmarks up the back of my legs. Mm-hmm. And my father said, always said, like, you'll never be a model, 
but mm-hmm. I didn't trust him. And I went for it and I did it and I won and it was amazing. And I just want people to know even well-meaning people in your life might say things to detract you from your goals, but if you believe it in your heart, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And they're just projecting their insecurities. They exactly. still love you. Exactly. And so we love you too here, Tina, and we want people to make sure that they check you out. So you can go to TinaHeisman.com, and that's T-I-N-A-H-A-I-S. M-A-N. And that number is 224-404-1988. Text us with that keyword Proverbs 31. And we have some great gifts to give you. Hey, hang in there. You got, we got one more segment to go. And it is on, do you know when to break out of your routine? This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with our special guest, Tina Heisman. And Proverbs 31 by Design is her company. And we've got uh, really a pretty interesting subject to tackle today in our roundtable, and that is, do you know when to break out of your routine? And I think, Tina, you got a few things to say about that. <laughs> you think I do? Yeah, I think you do. You know, what this brings to my mind, honestly, is the fact of something that I work on is my podcast. I have a Proverbs 31 by Design podcast, and it is a lot of work. And it is something when you are um, looking for clients, it's a slow, it's a slow introduction to clients. And so there have been times where I have thought, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Mm. And whenever I think that, God sends me a tear-jerking testimonial. And then I think, okay, then I will keep going. This is my ministry. And it is, and it, it is okay. And so when I think about knowing how to break out of your routine, I think sometimes I try to break out of it, maybe before I need to break out of it. Ah, okay. So you're a little flip, bit ahead around of, on you there. Sorry. Ahead of the time. Now we didn't talk about your podcast. Oh, what's where? How does anybody find that or see that? Proverbs thirty one by design. That's it's out there. Yeah. And is it every week, every day? How, how often? Every do you week. Every week. Wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> well, I think Tina, you mentioned something that is really important here is that sometimes people. Um, try to break out of their routine too early. Mm. And uh, I see that a lot, actually, with my coaching clients. They just say, well, I tried that once and it didn't work. And it's like, no, especially when it comes to sales and marketing, we have to rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, (laughs) and then we make a decision, you know, if we need to totally scrap it all together. But usually we just have to make some small changes there. You're nodding your head. Do you agree? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, yes, for sure. And for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's other times where we can kind of get into a rut and then we're not wanting to break out of that routine to have some new business success. Bob, what do you see with your clients in this or maybe even yourself? Yeah, matter of fact, I was just with a client, uh, you know, this last week and it was one of those things, kind of a glimpse of the obvious because I, I, I oftentimes equate it to we, we're very myopic when we're in our own business. We're in our own zone and that we don't see right, left, you know, above or below. And being able to open that vision up, you know, it's just like it's a miracle of sight all of a sudden. I could see colors and I can see peripherally. Uh, and that was one of those things that happened this past week uh, with one of my clients that all of a sudden he, he came out of this fog and this kind of uh, mentality that he had. And that was, it changed the routine. It really broke a pattern for him because he, when he realized it was just amazing, all of a sudden he's like, wow, I didn't realize. Oh, my gosh. You know. And it had to be a traumatic event that had to happen for him to do that. Because well, that's he, unfortunate yeah. that that yeah. had to happen. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes mm-hmm. and no. It was a business event. It wasn't anything mm-hmm. personal. Mm-hmm. But it was um, it was something that had to had to happen that it finally broke it. You know, it just opened him up to start yeah. to realize that there's other 
other stuff you'd been missing. So. Well, you're saying all these key words that I use in my business. Of course. <laughs> what do you think I ta- <laughs> well, taught me? The, oh, stop. <laughs> well, the business breakthrough, right? And yeah. a lot of times when we speak with somebody um, like Tina, like mm-hmm. yourself, Bob, like myself, having that third perspective can help people see a different direction. Because a lot of times people say, yes, I'm busy, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But in reality, they're putting all this energy and they're spinning around in circles. Mm-hmm. So they think they're moving forward, but in reality, they're stuck, they're complacent, you know, they're not really moving forward forward. What do you say to um, your clients, Tina, who want to break out of this routine and and break free from being stuck in a rut? That's really true that I think once they can see the benefits, like it's hard to show them, you have to have them think through like their what is the reason for it? What is the reason big enough, big enough for you? Do you want your marriage? And that's what I ask women, like, what do you want? Mm. What do you want peaceful in your marriage? What do you want? Then some, we have to change. Like if we keep doing something over and over and we're getting the same negative result, let's do the opposite of that. Let's just try yeah. something different. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes people can't even see that end result because they're so stuck where they're at right. in the in the challenge and the, you know, the pain and the problems that they're having. And that's usually when I see that in a client, that's a little bit of a red flag that it's going to be more challenging to move forward or maybe I'm not the best resource for them. Maybe they need something a bit deeper. And Tina, so do you ever encounter that where somebody needs um, a deeper dive and, and do you have to refer them out? to something maybe it's therapy or something like that yes for sure I do have a I do have a list of therapists that I know that are um, very good I know there's a lot more than the ones that I know but Mm -hmm. yes I do refer people when they need more than what Mm -hmm. I I can offer when I think with us with coaching right even you're in business coaching our job is to take people who are who are well and who are maybe surviving in life and want to move up to thriving. But if we come across someone who has a wound or an injury that needs to be healed, then they would be better off in therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Or a a ministry. I, you know, work with my clients in a deliverance ministry as well. Mm -hmm. So, and that doesn't need to be a scary word. We could talk about that (laughs) offline. (laughs) You know what I really like about what Steve put in this, uh, by the way, this is from Proverbs for Business. The scripture piece he put in is so profound, really. And that is, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, you have circled the mountain long enough, now turn north, <laughs> Deuteronomy uh, 2, 2 through 3. And it is so profound, right, because Moses had the way, like wandering around for 40 years, you know, the whole distance of where they were wandering around on the Sinai was really not that much, it was like 35 miles or 40 miles, so it's like, wow, you know, how'd that happen? You know, let's secure this route. I saw a, a wonderful depiction of that in a uh, one of these hand-drawing things that they speed up. And how they were wandering around all this different, different places, how they crossed over these different, it's like, wow, sometimes, you know, that hit me right square because I feel like I'm wandering sometimes, I'm wandering around here and there. And that's why the, the summit was so profound to me this year, because there was a couple of really key things that came out in that. Bend the curve. Mm-hmm. That was a really, mm-hmm. look inside the box instead of outside the box. That was really profound stuff. Well, I think what I'm hearing here is that you heard something from a a different person, a different perspective. And then, of course, we pray on that and we see how God is leading us individually in in that path or in that direction because really that's between us and the Lord, right? What do you say to that, Tina? For sure. It reminds me of some of the work that I've done and I work with my clients on like living what our purpose is. Mm. What is. What is our purpose I believe my purpose is to love, serve, and teach. And so what that looks like right now for me is working at home with one-on-one clients, but God might bring me somewhere else at another point to working in a different environment, still love, serving, and teaching. And I think that staying in connection 
with God so that he can lead us to where our next assignment is, is really what's what's most important. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. If um, our listeners do win, you're giving generously giving away two um, coaching sessions. These are personalized Proverbs 31 planning sessions. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. It would be a session on the phone, about 45 to 60 minutes, where we'll talk about the things that you want in your life, what you think is holding you back, and we can come up with a plan for how to get there. Yeah, that's, that's great. great. And then make sure that you text us here with the keyword Proverbs 31. That number is 224-404-1988. And can you share with us briefly the gift that all of our listeners are going to receive when they text us? There's an ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Right. So the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care is a tool for women to look at where they can incorporate more self-care into their life. And so those aspects that we talked about earlier about mind, body, and spirit, different ideas and inspiration and encouragement to work on that. Mm -hmm. That's great. And then the other gift that you're generously (laughs) giving is three simple steps to speak to your man's heart today, how to get that connection back. Can you tell us more about that? And I know Bob really loves this (laughs) gift. (laughs) Yes, it's it's really like we keep saying it's not rocket science, but it's just a quick little guide for women that they could implement these three simple steps today and capture their husband's attention in a positive way and just, you know, set the stage for an awesome day, an awesome evening and for for the future and to beyond. It's going really great. And how can people get in touch with you, Tina? So my website is TinaHeisman.com. My podcast is Proverbs 31 by Design, and on Facebook, you can find me on my page as Tina Heisman. And that's spelled H-A-I-S-M-A-N, and that's Tina, T-I-N-A. Yep. Hey, listen, folks, I don't know about you. This is fabulous. We had a great time in studio today. And again, I was just watching Tina light up as she was speaking about all these wonderful things she's been doing. Hey, we want to encourage you to go out to our website, faithmarketplace.com. We have all the podcasts up there for almost six years now. So stay tuned with us next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock here on AM 1160. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.